And welcome to my Jeremy got punched really hard in the dick. <laughs> so that's about the level of energy we have left at the end of this <coughs> 300. Uh, if you're still listening in, thank you guys. We hope this is the last episode. Yeah, it should be the last episode. No promises. Uh, we are going to start real quick with number 16 on the list, which is Chrono Trigger. Kriven, can you enlighten us on the title, Chrono Trigger? Is it uh, as big and bright as everyone thinks and says? What do you mean by bright? Well, do you mean like visually, or do you mean like smart? Smart. Um, I don't know about smart. It's got pretty typical, you know, JRPG writing formulas, but junior RPG. Yeah. Uh, no. Japanese RPG. There we go. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I could call it SRPG and means superior, but I think you might lose more fans. Okay. Go on. But uh, Chrono Trigger, what it does excel at is having a lot of unique characters that are um. You don't see them in a lot of places, you know? You've got this cute little robot. He's not a big monster robot. Mm. You've got a swordsman, like a really good, you know, Marth-type swordsman. He's a frog. <laughs> he is a man-sized frog. Nice! Yep. I can get behind this. So, uh, you know, all the characters are creative, because there's this time travel motif, so you've got, you go to the future, you get a robot, you go to the past, you get a cavewoman. So it's all cool. <clears throat> and the characters are pretty well fleshed out, fleshed out, um... A lot of JRPGs will just throw characters at you. They're like, this is your healer, this is your knight, etc. so forth. This game, when you travel to a time period, you get a little glimpse of this character's actual life. And so there's a chapter basically about this character, and you help them out with a thing, and then they follow you for the rest of the game. So that's pretty neat. And it's just... Uh, does this game have alternate endings? Does it? I believe it does. I think it might. Yes. Yeah, it does. And I think that's what really turned me on to it. When I was... I think that's part of what made it a big deal when it first came out, was I think it was one of the earliest games to try alternate endings. That's especially nice. with a long game like this. Um, it has a neat battle system. What's really neat is when you get into a battle, you don't leave the map. The battle happens in the map. Your characters pop out of you, and they all fight the enemies right there in the overworld, basically. Oh, that's cool. Yep. That is cool. I like so that. there's no, no breaking... I wouldn't play it, but I like it. <laughs> um... And, you know, it's not pure turn-based because it's got this uh, this action meter that fills up over time and then you can attack. So it's not pure turn-based that way. Now, do you think I would like it? You you might like it if you like the characters. Um, Finn would like it a lot, I think. Why? Um, why? Why? Because he, he's way more into the, the anime-type, you know, JRPG-ish. Yeah. Junior RPGs. Yeah, I like adult RPGs myself. I don't like the junior. I don't like Weenie Hut Junior. Weenie Hut Junior? I like the general. <laughs> I like the general RPGs. Weenie Hut General RPGs is where it's at for me. You want to talk about general RPGs, you're getting tabletop, my friend. Can we talk? Well, Corona Trigger 16 on the list. Um, this is probably a good spot for it. Cool. Um, I think the greatest failing of Chrono Trigger isn't even the fault of Chrono Trigger. It's the fault of Square Enix and just letting the franchise die after two games. Do you think Corner Trigger should have been involved on the SNES Classic? It's not. It is not. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I just hope they saved it for SNES Classic too. Uh, we can only hope. Yeah. We're moving on now to number fifteen. Nope, I'm in shock. You are. Yeah, isn't that something? I remember <laughs> seeing the box art. not there. It's just, yeah. 
I know. Um, this one we're going to touch on quick. I'm the only one to have played this one. It's uh, Bioshock, the ori- original. Now, what I liked about Bioshock was, I mean, I don't know. You, There are these, like, massive... It looks like the old school submarine outfits that they go diving. You might see the box art for it. Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddy with a little... Little, little sister. Yeah, little sister is what it's called. And little sister's <coughs> like this schoolgirl looking girl in like a pink dress, right? Weird. I never played but, this game. I know what they are. Yeah, and she, <laughs> well, she is like possessed. And once defeating a big daddy, you can take the soul of the schoolgirl. Or the game says, alternatively, like if you don't, if you take the power from the schoolgirl, she dies, but you get a lot more powerful. But if you let her go, she goes, crawls away in like the sewer. And it, the game just says it will help you later in the game. That's it. Leaves it blank. So, I went back and forth. Like, I tried both in one playthrough. And it, it was just, just to see the visual of it and, like, see, like, what it would really do for me. And, like, I remember taking her soul and being like, wow, I am a lot more powerful. Like, I've gained so much from this. Maybe I should just do that. Didn't get to play through it yet, though. So, I can't really say, is 15 a good number for it? So, let's move on to 14, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. So, this is kind of the perennial fighting game. Yeah. Um, this invented the fast-paced combo mechanics fighting games as a genre have become known for. No. And that was a glitch. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was, it was supposed to play, you know, feel a lot more like the original Street Fighter, if you've ever played that. Yes. So, um, what happened with the combo system is there was some kind of glitch that allowed them to cancel their attack early and then continue to a new attack. And that's what created the combo system. I didn't know that. Yep. That is nice. Um, but what I do know is, from my experience and uh, sort of videos and such I've seen and research on the Street Fighter series, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo sounds like the best out of... Yeah, it's kind of like the... Well, at least until they came and did like the HD ones and I, whatever one is on the Wii, on the Switch now, right? Is a Street yeah, Fighter it's Turbo as well, I believe. Yeah, but it's it's different. Like yeah. they've added new stuff. But um, yes, in in the nineties and the early two thousands, Turbo was the most revised edition of Street Fighter Two. So the Game Informer has done that well. Have they done well with placing it at fourteen? Uh, I might I might push that push that further back up the list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, it's, it's in a, no five hundred. Uh, it's maybe in the forties. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Did you say 500? Yes. Did we go that high? <laughs> How high? Um, going now, on Game Informer's top 500 games, you guys. <laughs> Two more years, though. <laughs> um, we're looking at Doom. Number 13 is Doom. And it's the original Doom, Doom. Doom looks back. Doom. <laughs> 1993 PC Doom. Um, I think it's in the perfect spot on this list. Yeah. Yeah. I don't consider what it. What I like about Doom is all the different things that can run it. Uh, like platforms like, like an atm machine <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah because people are weird like that yep. but doom i like the exploration <clears throat> i like that you are rewarded for like digging around and like looking for alternate routes or secret rooms and am i no i might be thinking more duke nukem no no, no you're, doom, doom, is, doom a, is good yeah, yeah that's in what fact I you can leave the facility that you're in and go outside yeah. in, in the Doom levels. That's nice. But you yeah. have to be able to find yeah. your way there. So Doom, not only does it offer that aspect, but 
the weapons. You you got the superhuman feel once you get a feel for the game. Like you are totally in control. Yeah. Like, where do you Especially want? Especially if you figure out how the aiming works. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's because there is no up and down, right? There's right. Only left and left. Because it's not actually um, a vertical game. Yeah. The game is actually a top-down shooter, program-wise. Oh, jeez. Yep. In fact, when they design the levels, their their level designer is a top-down shooter. And then I don't know what wizardry they pulled to make it not look top-down. That's wild. Yep. I never knew that. Um, this was a game that I'd watch my brother play on the boss fights because it got too scary for me. Uh, <laughs> I'd just hide behind the couch, honestly. Those floating he... red ball guys always freaked me out. Yeah, and now I want to talk about the newest Doom game, which gave me the same feel that Last of Us had, where I, just upon sitting down playing it, I told myself I had to play through it. I had to beat it. And I did not leave <laughs> my Xbox until... I believe I started at like 10 p.m. and I was already well into the game on one of the harder difficulties. I didn't leave until I beat the game at close to four in the morning. Wow. Yeah, and it was just as an adult when I had work the next day. That's saying something, I think. Yeah. So very enjoyable game. I don't know if it's um, saying something about Doom or you, but <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> so 13, like I said, I think that's a good spot for it. Mm -hmm. um, comfortable with it there. It's nothing like mind-blowingly awesome, but it is awesome, and it does. And that do... soundtrack. Yes, that soundtrack, and just it, it, that superhuman feel again. Like that's some games deserve that. That's what it's all about. Uh, number twelve. I don't think Finn or myself have played this title, Minecraft. Nope. Nothing from you. You guys really haven't played Minecraft. I have not. I've I've seen it, and I tried to uh, like get some knowledge on it when I was yep. like uh, working in the middle school. So just trying to make so small talk with kids. you didn't even see it until after graduation. Yeah, I know. Wow. And I know a lot of people have told me I'd love it just because I like Legos a lot and building. Obviously, yeah, it's pretty good for that. Yeah. So, so what's so good about it? Um, what's so good about Minecraft? For me, it's number twelve on this list. For, Why? Well, for me, I never got way into Minecraft the way that some of the younger generations have okay but what i do like is that see because i i dabble in pixel art occasionally and for me it's 3d pixel art you know i could um, see that yeah sometimes the base game can feel pretty limiting with the way you have to construct things and i can see somebody getting frustrated with that if they want unlimited creativity but uh so far i'm just having fun slowly rebuilding peach's castle from mario 64 that's pretty cool yep i'm gonna finish that and move on to toad town Ooh. <laughs> yeah, okay, so um, d getting away from the game itself there, what I'm doing is I'm building, like, a, po a post-apocalyptic mushroom kingdom. Because there's no toads in Minecraft. Right. So I'm, I'm, you can leave little journals in Minecraft with writing in them, so I'm going to leave little things around that allude to the fact that there are no toads anymore because something happened. Whoa. Yeah. And now, so someone can come in and see this place right. you so, built, Yeah, right? so the idea is that I'm going to upload it somewhere, and it's just going to be basically like an RPG, like a real true RPG. They go in this world, and they can just explore it and see what the world is. Build it yourself kind of game. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. That's Well, it's kind of cool. like you can build an RPG adventure for other people. Is there a lot of freedom in this game? Uh, what do you mean by freedom? So, so as well, far as the building goes, I know it's block by block and yeah. brick by brick. Yeah, which is very it. slow and monotonous. Yeah, but... Still, um, I, is is it true? Like, there's no end to the on the PC the, version. I don't think there is an end to the world you've been generating forward in. and backwards. There is an end up and down. Yeah, which that, is frustrating. Well, is it? Yes. 
Is the, is the ceiling too low, would you say? Um, well, because if I want to build, like, a whole world with mountains and caves and all that, and, like, okay, so I want to put um, Hazy Maze Cave under Peach's Castle. Okay. I have to be aware of how deep I'm going and where I started with Peach's Castle. Oh, yeah, so that could And really then because be Peach's Castle is also surrounded by mountains, like, if I wanted to go Paper Mario and I now have to do Star Summit, which is higher than Peach's Castle. Yeah. Okay. So you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's really no reason for any kind of limit like that on PC, I feel like. Yeah, the height. Yeah, because um, what determines whether the world is supported or not is just how powerful your computer is. I could, yeah, and that's why you specified PC. Cause right, the console versions probably, are more limited. Or tablet even. Isn't that a tablet? Um, I think it is. I'm not sure. Ugh, I don't know. It's not worth looking up right now, I don't think. No. Um, nope. I do respect that minecraft uh, i think they said it was like the greatest selling game since mario brothers 3 or something like that so it's been massively influential as a yeah title. it's definitely um maybe someday but right now nah not really <laughs> i couldn't well that's the cool that thing is it's not kind of a game that's ever going to age it's, it's yeah. art style is ageless. yeah 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 it's just it is what it is kind of thing yep so that's good is all right so it's placed at 12 is that it's a good, good pick? spot yeah all right. cool cool it's the Lego game that should be. Lego games have been disappointing in that they aren't what Minecraft is. Uh, yeah. I always wish I had that sort of freedom with uh, the Lego games. Yeah. And not only that, but the unlimited bricks of whatever shape or size. Yep. That would be fantastic. There was a really cool idea teased in Nintendo Power with the DS. There was supposed to be this Lego game that was a tower defense game. So you build your tower and you build your turrets and all that stuff out of the bricks. And I thought that was a really cool idea. And then when it finally came out, it wasn't anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's push on. Something that we all know. Number 11, Miss Pac-Man. Finn, tell us about it. Uh, do you know Miss? Do you know Pac-Man? I know Pac-Man. Do, do you, you know okay. Miss Pac-Man? Huh? <clears throat> I, I know of it. <coughs> I... <clears throat> so Miss Pac-Man is the same. But it's better same. and harder. Better and harder. Yes, the uh, paths are unpredictable. Looking. Yeah. There's, it's subtle improvements. It's Pac-Man 2. Okay. Let's um, look at it that way. The mazes are beautiful, though, which really separates Pac-Man from Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. I just get such a nostalgic feeling for the neon walls of Miss <laughs> Pac-Man, yeah. you know? I like... Uh, have you ever seen that image that it, it's reposted on Reddit probably once every few months on the gaming subreddit? Um, it's, it's that CRT monitor that has Pac-Man burned into it. <laughs> and you, you just know like you see wow. it and you're like yeah it's awesome looking I'm, um post i'll post it on the facebook when this comes out but yeah really is good looking i mean just to see the burn in nice um but miss pac-man well, and that was the other cool thing miss pac-man didn't have one maze that repeats it had right. a few yep and it exactly it just it grew upon everything that pac-man could be now pac-man had a end game it's just the the well in a sense, it eventually breaks. Yes, yeah. and that's that's where it is. And you could say the same for Tetris, uh, but it's 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 limited in a sense. But Miss Pac-Man offers more, much more. Um, I've never really seen anything towards Endgame with Miss Pac-Man. Have you? Do you know what happens? I'm pretty sure it breaks just like Pac-Man. Y- yeah, yeah, but is it still? Is it like 156? That's I what d- Pac-Man I have no is. Idea. Yeah, I would assume it goes higher, um, or if not, definitely more challenging. With the maze is changing and 
as we yeah. said earlier. Well, the and the, the AI ghosts. is more difficult. Yep. Um, and then the AI, even, yeah, it's not just a set pattern. Right, know, they're it's... intelligent and they're aggressive. Yes. They're mean. Yes. Um, they replace Clyde with a ghost called Sue, and she's just nasty. Yeah. Clyde. So yeah, do you know the ghost names? It's uh, Blinky, Pinky, and something else that rhymes with those. Inky. Inky, and, and then Clyde. Clyde was so that's original Pac-Man. So Clyde is replaced with Sue. Yeah, said that's then, awesome. Yep. So that's good. So it's weird that's what, real good. what they little well. world building there is in the Pac-Man franchise. Miss mm-hmm. Pac-Man did it. This is Namco, right? Developer. Uh, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> Pac-Man is Namco. Okay. Miss Pac-Man is a couple of guys who made a knockoff called Crazy Auto and then sold it to Midway, who had licensed the Pac-Man games for American distribution from Namco. Then Namco got pissed, sued them both, and now has the rights to Miss Pac-Man. Nice. Same story for uh, Junior Pac-Man, but I'm pretty sure Baby Pac-Man was actually made by Namco. Finn, you still alive over there? I am still alive. I just don't have much to talk about with this game. Okay. It's not something I've ever played, so... How about the next game? Next game, if that is the well, game that would I'm be thinking it is. Well, now number eleven is Miss Pac-Man, and is number eleven a good spot for her? Uh, yeah. Yeah, number eleven I, is. I'm a good not spot. upset seeing that there. I'll be honest. Um, uh, I say yeah, but I feel like if I made a list, the Pac-Man franchise would get knocked. Yeah, almost out. thirty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But no, not much higher than that. It's really to tough to just in abstract be like, yeah, this gets this number. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> we have about 100 top 10s now, but that's, that's fine. That's how it goes, right? It's um, like, how do I feel like today? Okay, let's move on to number nine, which is Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. Finn, yes. tell us about it. I have played this game a lot, and this was, this was the first game where I feel like I dove into it as deep as I did. It was the first game I played through in one sitting from start, I'm doing this in quotation marks, start to end, yeah. where I played the main storyline in one sitting till it was completely completed, and then did all the extras. And it sucked me in in a way that I wasn't prepared for, maybe. It's just the freedom of exploration that I hadn't really had in any other game besides Oblivion, but I had never beaten Oblivion. I had just only ever remade my character in a different <laughs> style over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. So I think the, the freedom of being able to do what I want, and then I, I've i said this before in other podcasts, I'm a really big bow and arrow nerd, so yeah. <laughs> now Skyrim... I remember picking it up, and uh, Sergeant Johnson's Johnson was always like, that's his tag, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sergeant Johnson's Johnson would always say, like, just play the game. And I said, well, what can I do? What do I do? What do I do in the game? Anything. And he's not wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Medieval times, dragon, fire-breathing, witchcraft, anything, but <laughs> anything. And that was a lot of fun to me. <clears throat> Thieves Guild? My goodness, I oh, love that. Yeah. Um, started with the Dark Brotherhood last time I was playing on the Switch. And I was trying to remake Link because I had all the Zelda Amiibers to help me out with that. <laughs> and I got all the Zelda gear. I got the Champion's Tunic and the Highland Shield, Master Sword. Nice. I mean, awesome, right? Yep. So, all right, Elder Scrolls V. Uh, Kriven, have you played? No. Whoa. No. Now, let's get mad at him about this I one. I was never yep. a big open world guy until Breath of the Wild. Okay, so this is definitely on the list then. Yeah. Yep. Because 
there's a reason it's over six years old now and it's still being played today and yeah. it's still being re-released today i think that second part is so they can make more money yeah well <laughs> not only that i mean well, well look, how many any game how many remade? people have bought it on the same con have bought it on different consoles just repeatedly so i have it for xbox 360 xbox one and nintendo switch making my point now <laughs> i'm gonna make a point and say do you think i don't value my money do you think I don't want my money to go to video games? I, what I'm saying is that they're selling it to the same audience over and over, so saying re-releases are, you know, co- um, indicative of its quality. How many games accurate. would you be willing to put that kind of money back into, though? On your and, top and 300 list. And here's another thing. If, if you have a game that's on one console, like if it's only on PC, right, and you don't have a PC, you can't play it. So by re-releasing it onto other systems, it gives everyone else on that system who's heard all about it from this other console to be able to chance to play that it That goes being said with uh, Bethesda when they released it for the Nintendo Switch. They said they really want to I'm, connect with Nintendo fans. I'm not saying that re-releases don't open it up to a different audience. I'm just saying that it's not a very good argument for supporting the quality of the game. So, Like, not I, in abstract. I, I get right. what you're saying. The fact that you can only argue against it with qualifiers proves I'm right. Hmm. For instance, think about the fact that in the 1980s, old arcade games, pretty much every arcade game was ported to eight different consoles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of those are shit games. Okay. They were selling a title. So, the right, the point in abstract doesn't have much weight. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> As do I. And we're, we're both on the same page. Like, we know what we're trying to get across. How do I word this? Yeah, there no. is, there's very few games that I would buy again. Master Chief Collection I purchased, which was just the Halo name. Um, well, I'm not even using this as an argument to say it's bad. I'm just right. commenting on the rhetoric. Okay. Gotcha. So you're buying it? You're going to play it? I have it. I will play it. Oh my. You have it for what? Xbox One. <sighs> Do you have Xbox I, One? Yes. Surprise. <laughs> Wait, I, I played ukulele in Super Lucky's Tale. That's and, right. Yeah, yeah, I knew all that too. Yeah. So, oh yeah, but you don't have Live. That's what it was. I, I don't have Gold. Yeah. yeah, I'm working on it. You, you told me when we first were communicating, it was only Left for Dead. That's the only reason why you have Gold. Am I um, right? Left for Dead too. I don't know if that was why I had gold. Okay. Maybe it was, but I played Left 4 Dead mostly at land. I can't wait for you to play Skyrim and come back on this podcast and say sorry to everyone. You just hurt their feelings. Well, but I also didn't say it was bad. I know. I'm just commenting on But you didn't say it was good either. You didn't say it was good either, Kriv. So... I said it's probably good. Is number nine a good spot, Finn? I'm not asking you, Kriv. I'm not going to argue its spot. Yeah. I, I feel like it's okay. It has a lot of that. So my question actually really is like, is there an Elder Scrolls 6 in the pipeline? Do you guys even have heard anything about that? Never gonna give you up. Never gonna... I haven't, honestly, I haven't looked. Yeah, yeah no, it's Elvenwood or something because, like that. Because well, part, part of what I'm getting at with attacking that rhetoric is, would it have continued to be re-released if Elder Scrolls 6 was closer to release in the first place? Ooh... That's, or is it just kind of me to carry because over? I, that upsets me because I want there to be a new one. And now there is, I do see, there's there's stuff being discovered on this game all the time still. Yeah. There's just a new bow discovered. 
Um, I don't know if I sent you that or not, but mm, I don't think so. It's some random guy in some random dungeon at a random time. That it's all like listed for you if you follow the notes. But once you find him, he sells certain wares that only like they're rare. But the bow is his, and you can only get it if your pickpocketing and stealth and everything is maxed out. Huh. And you can't even see it if you don't have your stuff maxed out. Okay. Now, in, in Gameology, just, uh, I think it was about a week ago, it must have been on early Ma- in early so May. So for all the years this has been out and all the players it's had, nobody else has gotten this bow until recently? Uh, it hasn't really surfaced until now. Whether someone has or has not... They might not have made it right, public, it wasn't knowledge, public right? knowledge. And they might it's not really have cool. known that it wasn't public knowledge. Right. Number it's nine a... is a great spot for this game. Yeah. I think uh, top ten. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have to keep remembering with the titles and where we're placing was you can't bump it up any higher. It's already there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, this is top ten for sure. <laughs> Let's move on. We have number eight, which is Red Dead Redemption. Have either of you played Red Dead Redemption? Uh, no. Nope. So Red Dead Redemption is Wild Wild West meets Grand Theft Auto, and it is a Rockstar title as well. Um, this was a game I watched. I didn't play. Um, fun, sure, but I really don't have much to say about it besides I'm excited for Red Dead Redemption 2 just because of hype alone. <laughs> yeah, that's and fair. Is that marketing doing its job? Is that me realizing a good game when I know one's coming? I don't know. Is it that? Uh, I'm not going to keep it at 8 because I don't know much about it. It's going to 13. Uh, <laughs> number seven we have Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare have either of you played that one? Nope. that shitty brown shooter? yeah shitty brown shooter 26 I played that one and it felt like Call of Duty that was Call of Duty yeah see I played Halo. a Call of Duty I just don't know what one so Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare don't worry guys I'm defending you and your title as a Halo 3 enthusiast I loved Modern Warfare 4 and it is the best multiplayer Call of Duty game no questions asked. And any diehard Call of Duty fans, I think, would agree with me because of everything it offered. It was still a simple game. It didn't have any of this, let's have jetpacks, let's have speed boosters, let's be this. Did it become yep. more like Halo? No, it was okay. it, this Call of Duty. Because my question was going to be, as a Halo fan praising it, was that because it stopped being Call of Duty? So Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was, it was a very simple, it was almost like if, like from what I've heard of Counter Strike, meeting Call of Duty, it's the simplicity. Mm-hmm. You got guns, you kill the other team, sort <laughs> of style. There's obviously the objective-based games and all sorts of other things you can dabble with with game variants. But Call of Duty Modern Warfare Four, I am happy to say, competed with Halo Three. If you look at the series as a whole, had it won, well, they're still making money. Halo, not so much. <laughs> um, but it was a, it was a great title, absolutely. Should it be on this list? Yes. I wouldn't place it higher than Halo myself, but looking at it as a whole and Call of Duty as a whole, I feel like it deserves a spot somewhere in the top 20. Yep, I'll agree with that. Uh, We are going to move on now to number five, World of Warcraft. Shit game. Absolutely terrible. Skip it, move on. So (laughs) if you look at WoW for what it is, which is World of Warcraft for those of you that don't know. Um, Which is a wildly successful spinoff that wasn't predicted to be even remotely successful. What do you mean spinoff? Of the original Warcraft series. I've never heard of it. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, World of Warcraft was my first like needle-in-the-arm kind of game. It was... I would wake up before school uh, at like 5am. I would do my daily dungeon. And when I got <laughs> out of school, around 5pm, 
I would do my daily dungeon again because it was on a 12-hour reset. And I would do that Monday through Friday and weekends. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It, it got me up at so early I could do a dungeon. Just Well, at you know, least something got you to catch the bus, you know. I didn't catch the bus sometimes, though. But thankfully, I was close. Oh. Well, at this time in my life, I had my license. So it was okay. <laughs> but yes, I got sucked in. So sucked in. And to this day, I still just want to play again. Um, very popular game. Should it be on the list? Absolutely. Top five for me? No, but I see why. I absolutely see why it should be top five. Because it is, if you think of PC gamers, a strictly PC, what they have exclusively, World of Warcraft, yes, you can argue it's Guild Wars, you know? like I, I'm not even going to argue that it's Guild Wars. It's... It's a very different game. Yes. Same kind absolutely. of style of game, but it's not it's not Guild Wars. Right, and Guild Wars well, is and not And I wow. think if you're arguing what a more casual person thinks when they think of PC gaming and what they have, it's either going to be World of Warcraft or EverQuest. I've never heard of EverQuest, though. That was the World of Warcraft before World of Warcraft. See? World of Warcraft it is. Yeah. Now, World of Warcraft, whatever it... It was the Dark Souls of MMOs. Sure. <laughs> my, my biggest... <laughs> My biggest problem, personally, with World of Warcraft was the subscription. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That's what I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm not going to pay. Don't you like Overwatch? Go on. Overwatch, <laughs> well, you doesn't... don't continue to pay for it, though. You buy it and you have it. If I'm you saying, wanna... would Overwatch be a thing if Blizzard didn't get all that money from... Wow. I think Overwatch has the payment model it does have because of people who didn't want to pay into what WoW does. Mm. Deal. And I just feel like... Like that guy. Like then, me. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's, That's the subscription the is yeah. what turned me off of the game. Absolutely. If, if, and if I was, agree. And if it I was agree. a one-time buy game like Guild Wars, I would have played it. And I might have liked it more. But mm -hmm. it, it, it was a complete turn off to have to continue to pay month to month. Just to participate. Well, yeah, and this is kind of own. an actual an argument. One of the only arguments for why microtransactions could be beneficial. Because what if World of Warcraft was free to play... But then, you know, you had to buy some stuff. Now, I know a lot of games like that, though. Yeah. Like, when I say I know a lot of games, I worked with this one guy who researched a lot of games like WoW, didn't like the pay-to-play sort of deal, and would you rather pay to win? And that's what he encountered. Yeah. You know, he, these games that didn't have the subscription, he could pay that extra dough to bump up in the ranks. Well, or even if it wasn't... Um say armor or weapons to make you stronger but if you paid for a map expansion so, so you had more let's, quests let's talk about guild wars real quick with that yes. guild wars you can't you can spend all the money in the world on this game but it's not gonna help you get better at the game it's not it's not pay to win it's pay to skin it's kind of yeah. like what <laughs> it's like yeah. cosmetic you can like hats you can yeah. <laughs> you can get more storage you can get an instant level 80 so if like you've already made your character you've already gone through all the story you can use that if you haven't you can't use it though so like you have to have at least done it once for you to be able to do it you can get name changes like all those things you can pay all the money to get that but it's not going to get you any further in the mm -hmm. game that's awesome that and, is absolutely awesome and i think that's where guild wars has a step over <laughs> wow that it's it's getting the money it deserves through people who are supporting it that way and want the advantages of not having to spend five hours leveling a character to 80 mm -hmm. whereas yeah now if you cancel your wow subscription does your character go away no okay and your account stays and you can have an account um and you can play for free up to level 20 yeah. 
Nice. So if you're not paying for your subscription... So that's like the demo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, we are trying to get through this list, so I think we should just carry on and yep. blow it out now. Uh, number four is Grand Theft Auto Five, and I know the twos of you have no idea. Do you have nope. any idea? No idea. No idea. I know it's pretty. I've seen seen some videos. Absolutely, it's yeah. And there's a reason that game's still alive today. Because it's pretty. Yeah. No, just just like the other ones, <laughs> it's alive today because GTA 6 isn't out yet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, GTA 5, first one to offer a real-life online capability. The name of the game is Grand Theft Auto, but you're not allowed to steal someone else's car in the game online. Like another player's? Yeah, another player's car, yep. Because it's customized to their thing. So it'll say, this is Jacksburg's car. Can't get into it. Mm, huh. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, talk about absolute warfare on the streets of, you know, wherever they are. Somewhere in LA. <laughs> it's awesome. You know there's fire jets going around. People shooting rockets at you. When you start <laughs> online, you have nothing but a pistol. That sucks. You know, it's a lot of fun in the story mode, but sucks otherwise. Can... But Grand Theft Auto V story mode alone, that was one game that sucked me in as well. Um, writing was very well done. You play as three different characters, and you can bounce in between the three characters whenever you like. And there are alternate endings to this game as well, and you can decide, do one of the other characters die, or do you try to keep them all alive? Whatever you want. Also, the freedom to do whatever, whenever. It's awesome. You can play tennis, you can play golf, do bicycle races, you can and steal cars, customize. This is the one that customize. added a cell phone, right? Yes, cell phone is in this. And this is not the one to add the cell phone. That was Grand Theft Auto 4 that okay. added the cell phone. But Grand Theft Auto 4, still a fantastic game. Grand Theft Auto 5 built upon that tremendously and just absolutely like blew the series into... Uh, I mean, Rockstar... The stratosphere? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rockstar did a very good job. Should it be top 5? In my opinion? No. It should be top 10, and it is a very good title, and the series, where it is now, I'm very happy to see, um, but I see why they put it top 5. It is a miraculous game. It is fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, moving on now, looking at number 3, which is Tetris. Do you know what that game is? I do know what this game is. I know it's what Tetris to Jerry is. Simu- Lose to Saxy Simulator. Yep. That's, uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> It's a fun, fun game. I thoroughly enjoy it. Can we play um, Tetris Sphere? No. Might enjoy that. Well, probably. There's Tetris in it. Yeah, but it's it's not... Uh, it's classic Tetris in a 3D space. Okay. Now, does Tetris... I mean, is it a successful title? Is that a real question? Yes. <laughs> it's a yes or yes, no answer? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, cool. Tetris okay. is probably one of the most successful video game franchises. I just wanted to hear you say it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Now, everyone knows what Tetris is, right? If you're listening to this, you probably know what Tetris is. <laughs> um, it's, uh... Wow. S- simplicity... No, wow was further up. Simplicity, like, meets, like, enjoyment. And, like, I, I know I've said this before in a previous podcast. Which one? I have no fucking idea. But one of the podcasts I said, you can play this game as a competitor, and you can push yourself, see what sort of limits you can get to in the game... Or you could relax, start level zero, put on some mellow music, and just play, and just enjoy. And as it escalates, you play through, whatever, and, and it, that's fun. That's awesome. And I like so, games that have that versatility. What mechanically allows Tetris to have a greater meta game than other block-falling puzzle games? Simplicity. The simplicity? Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, you, you can have too much. 
if we're going all the way back to what I was saying on Tom Clancy's Conviction mm -hmm. and Tom Clancy's Blacklist. A Blacklist was a sequel to Conviction and it just offered too much and it was all like in your face like if you want to do this, that, that, whatever. Sometimes I just want to play, man. <laughs> you know? And if it's a game, like this is Tetris. This is one of those things you can just say it's a game. You can look at it as a good game, a bad game, but it's simple and you play it and you can make it be whatever you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes it so successful. I will completely agree with that. Do you think number three is good? I'll ask the two to use. I'm... I don't really think so. I think as as uh, influential as Tetris has been, there are many other game franchises which have <laughs> been much more influential. And I think if you were to ask somebody off the street to name, say, ten video game franchises, almost nobody would say Tetris. Challenge accepted. <laughs> You'd get a lot of Call of Duties and Halos. You might even get some Skyrim, people not knowing that it's even related to Elder Scrolls. They'll just say Skyrim. Yeah. But I don't think you'll get much Tetris. Finn, do you think number three is a good spot? I, because of, I, see, I would have said the complete opposite, because of how well known it is. I mean, how many people don't know what Tetris is, though? Well, it's, it's not a matter of not knowing, it's a matter of recall. When you ask them what are your, what, you know, what are the top video game franchises, it's not going to pop up. If someone were to ask me the top ten games on the spot, Tetris would probably be one of them because it'd be one of the easiest ones for me to remember. But you're a gamer. E even even then, if you're not a gamer, simplicity. It being simple. Right. It's well, what's not simplicity as... right now is what's popular in your face. It's Call of Duty and I Halo. I think my argument for this is going to be: I'm not going to ask some Joe Schmo about cars if he's not a car guy. What's your top ten favorite kind of cars? They're going to say Ford, Chevy, GM. You know, American-made, just general cars Why that they know of. Why don't you name some of the best books ever written? Exactly. Why would you ask no, me that? Do it. He can't. I can't. You <laughs> don't know, know what me. academia considers the best books ever written. Right. Now, I'm. Um, tell me. You tell me. Like in a top five situation for books ever written, give me one of them. Tom Sawyer. So Tom Sawyer is one of the top five best books ever written. I probably could have said that if you gave me a year to think about it, but Moby I'm Dick. not a book guy. You're not going to ask me. Right? No. So if no, you're because walking what determines an influential medium is how many people outside of its niche know about it. I do know I do know Moby Dick. I do know Tom Sawyer. But would I say those? I'd say like Harry Potter. Because I wouldn't be wrong to say Harry Potter though. And but you're also then proving my point that you're going to say what's contemporary and popular. And yes. Tetris is not. Which is why I'm going to take that challenge. And I'm going to ask people on the street their top 10 games. Do it. And I will. And it's okay. going to be a vodcast. <laughs> it's going on the YouTube. Because oh, the silent I, video person in the background. That's fine. I, but I'd love well, to. Make I'd sure that to. you don't word it as their top 10. Make sure what, what do you think are the 10 best games. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'll go to some places like Bull Moose that might have video gamers. And then I'll go to places like uh, what wouldn't have a video gamer Jim, uh, I think. No. <laughs> stereotyping of course um where could i go you know well no don't even think about necessarily the audience like maybe stay away from a comic book store yeah but just like anywhere because we want a random sample okay awesome deal shake let's see who's right and who's right i think we're both <laughs> right in our own ways yeah um, moving on i think three is a great spot i i will agree with that i think halo 2 should be number two 
and I think Super Mario should be number one. But, what about Breath of the Wild? Tetris better than Breath of the Wild? Yes. Um, okay. Number two, we have Super Mario Bros. 3. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> so, it. You know, yes. this is weird because Super Mario 3 is probably my least favorite classic Mario game. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I I'm really, I love the power-ups, I love the character of it, but yes. I don't like to play it very much. No, um... Well, I, I like it more than the original Mario, I will say that. I, I go back to the original more. I go back to Mario 2. No, I like it better than Lost Levels. <laughs> yeah. But um, Mario World, Mario 2, the original Mario, I, uh, I go back to them more. Yeah, and I think Mario 3 has been chosen on this list strictly because of their feel on it. These. Well, when Mario 3 came out, it was revolutionary. Um, and for the longest time, it was the best-selling video game ever created. I believe it. Yeah. Absolutely. But now we have Super Mario World. <laughs> um, and, and Super See, Mario you know, World... Super Mario World has a large number of people who hate it. Yeah, and those people can... I don't even who care. Who hate it. Yeah, those people probably don't know what Tetris is. So... <laughs> <laughs> I guess... Super Mario 3 is not the best Mario. That I think that's a fact. In, in my eyes, when, I, when I'm when i looking at the Mario games, Super Mario 3 is not the top pick for me. And is it the top five? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> for me, but that's that's well, coming from someone who... I listed three games, I take over it, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I would put Super Mario World first, then 64, Odyssey... Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U, which is uh, not the strongest. I vote. might even pick some of the new Super Mario games over Mario 3. Yeah, like Super Mario U, you mean? Or? No, 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 new Super Mario oh. Bros. What do you mean? Which ones are those? The franchise called New Super Mario Bros. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, Mario 3, I mean, I fact, understand. all of them except the Wii one. I absolutely understand, but... What I, the top I Mario do game. really like a lot of what Mario 3 did that other games haven't done, though. Like, I really like seeing the different kingdoms with their own rulers. And I like the airships. And I like the scene when Mario is infiltrating an airship. Yeah. He runs up to it, he jumps on the, the anchor. anchor and yeah, like well, you've got the lightning, you've got cannonballs flying yeah. everywhere. Speaking of cannonballs, hint of accuracy I didn't know was there. When you're on the Doom ships, right, the long cannons shoot bullet bills and the short cannons shoot cannonballs, which is actually what those medieval weapons would have done. Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Go Nintendo. Um, but that doesn't make it number two. No, but this is really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the power-ups are probably the most um, enduring factor about Super Mario Bros. 3. You've got the Karibos boot, you've got the raccoon suit. Tanuki Frog. It has more power-ups than any Mario game ever, and a lot of power-ups which haven't really come back until recently. And those are all fun to play with, but I think overall with the level design, and it's just not as fun. Finn, are you familiar with this title? No. No? You didn't even want to say it, but you're not. <laughs> it's just... It's Mario. You're not even a Mario guy, I'm not really. a big yeah. Mario person. Like I said, Mario Odyssey is the only Mario that's enticed me to And you could argue that that's kind of a separate franchise, even, from Super Mario. In fact, I would argue that that's why it's Super Mario Odyssey and not Super Mario Brothers Odyssey. Cool. Is number two a good spot? No. Where would you put it? I don't know, but... Yeah, not two. 
I'd put it after a few Mario's, as you heard. Yeah. Um, and some of those might not even be top 10 when I really think about it. If I were putting Mario 3 in there, it'd be close to 100. That's saying something. <laughs> I think it would maybe end up in the 50s. Yeah. Well, within the first 50. Yeah. Because uh, it's still Mario. I've said that a lot, so for all I know, Mario. I've already said that about 60 games. Yep. So. Alright, we're moving on to the top pick. And this is, uh... I mean, it's a pick. It, <laughs> it is Legend of Zelda A Link, Link to, to the, the Past for the Super Nintendo. Finn? I mean, I, I didn't play it on the Super Nintendo. Okay. I played it, what's, what is it just re-released on? I don't know. I, don't, I think it was on the 3DS that I played it. It's on 3DS and Wii U and Wii. I believe I played it on the 3DS. Yeah. Is it and, on the Classic Mini? Yes. The Super Nintendo Classic, it is. And, I mean, I played it, I really enjoyed it on the 3DS. Right. But the 3DS version, and we're not talking about the 3DS version, so... I've tried to beat this game. Well, I game. mean, that's just emulated. It's the same game. Yeah. yeah. I've tried to beat this game three times. The first time was on a portable media player, and <laughs> I couldn't get the saves to work. The second time I tried to beat it was on a cartridge, and the battery broke. There's died on it, you know, ran dry. And the third time was on my phone, emulating on my phone with a Bluetooth controller, which worked fine, but I lost the save state. It's been three attempts. I've gotten fairly far. Gone to the Mirror Realm, if you know what that is, or whatever it's called. Is it the Mirror Realm? Is that what it's called? It's the Dark World. Yeah, Dark World. Yep. Yeah, thank you. And that was that. I, I, that's as far it's as I got. It's not even it. really fairly far. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. I played it, took it and few beat hours. it, but it, it's not a game I'm going to find myself going back to. It's not a game that really sucked me into it. It was just kind of like... Alright, this is Zelda game. Alright, cool. <laughs> when right, I finally one. build my consistent schedule to stream, and I'm going in through old school games, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is on that list, and I want to have See, my enjoyment I wanted to do streaming it. just because it would help me actually finish some games that I'm exactly, Exactly, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yes, and that's that's what I was trying to get across. Now, well, I will say, can I just talk about it? Yeah. Little, yeah, okay. So I will say that after a little while, it did suck me in, um, unlike you guys, but I also wouldn't say that it's like anything super phenomenal like a lot of people like to, to put it as. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. By the end of the game, I loved it. I will someday play it again. But pretty much everything I've said about Mario 3 can be said about A Link to the Past and its rankings as far as being a Zelda game. Okay. I would I would rather play Twilight Princess, and I have so many misgivings with that game. So. I love... I, I'm in Twilight Princess right now for the Wii U. Where Just, are you at? Uh, I don't even remember. I was, I was building up because I want my Wolf Link amiibo to be stronger in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That's really what it came down to. Um, oh, I have to play the HD version because there's a whole new dungeon. Uh, I think I... The Gorons? The Goroks? What are they called? Oh, the Gorons. Yeah. I, I love the Gorons. I think I'm there right now in Twilight. Okay. And, um, but for me, my favorite Legend of Zelda game is Wind Waker. <laughs> That's okay. That's, I know it's okay. I, I didn't like it's... that when I was a kid, because I was a kid and edgy, and I was like, this ain't, this ain't blood and guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I sold it, and now I'm an adult, and I'm like, I wish I didn't I mean, sold it. I played Wind Waker thoroughly on the Wii U, and... That was most enjoyable oh, for I me. I didn't like the Wii U one very much. I feel really? like the HDification, the HD textures ruined the visual elements. Just had um, a podcast a few weeks ago just talking about it. Um, no, I loved it. Yeah? Yeah. Did you, have, did you ever play the GameCube one? Yeah, for like... I went to a buddy of mine's house. I don't know his tag. What, what should I call him? AL. Okay. And uh, 
going to his place to play it. And it, I was in high school, you know, it had been out for a while. Yep. And I remember getting on the boat, not being able to go anywhere. It was just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, well, the the HD version added some faster sailing. You're right. So the way you play the GameCube one is you set the boat, you point it at an island, you go make a sandwich. Okay. When you're done eating lunch, you're at the island. <sighs> I remember doing like I remember checking my phone while holding down the button to go on the Wind yeah. Waker. But yeah. just I think the Wii U version could have been better, but I feel like the HD lighting ruined it, and I feel like there's kind of this weird. A play-doh look to the grass textures i know what you're saying but yeah. i still enjoyed it I still i'm not really saying it's bad it. i'm just saying right, that i right. think it's not um visually appealing it's like not GameCube. true to the intentions of the original art direction oh i could see that i didn't i didn't dabble with it a lot on the gamecube so i didn't have anything to compare it to um if i would say my number one zelda game other than wind waker so wind waker would be the top for me it would be breath of the wild and then um link to the past mm-hmm so, and that would be the order I'd put it in. Uh, and Link to the Past is going to be argued with uh, Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. I will say that from a Link to the Past, we need some more pink hair Link in future games. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Well, Finn, is there anything you'd like to add? What, what's your favorite Zelda game? My favorite Zelda game, um, definitely Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It. The only one I've played even remotely close to the same amount of time would be the the Kinnish map, as you like to call it. Yeah, the, the Kinnish map. Um, that one was okay. Yeah. Alden's never played it. I have played no, it. No, he's never played break. it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the Minish were gonna be in Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, don't talk about that. That will <laughs> break some hearts. We'll we will discuss that because there is a podcast in the marks for yep. um, Breath of the Wild. Um, Finn, anything you'd like to add to this? No, I think that's that. Griffin, one last chance. You're going to go ahead and style, or are you going to just fade away? I'm going to fade away. See yeah. you next time, I think. Next time, there will definitely be a next time. Um, thank you guys so much. If you've tuned in this far... You're uh, a trooper. I want you to tell me the words applesauce, 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 and then I want you to tell me Criven's catchphrase throughout this whole thing. If you tell me those two <laughs> things then I will send you a glorious item if you're the first person to say that to me. Oh okay, boy. have to communicate through Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. All right? Sounds good. Good. All right. Okay. All right. Always Thanks, happy guys. to be here. Thanks, guys.